welcome to 5.0, Fivefold and Beyond with Matt and Amy. Glad that you're here to join us in this episode that we're going to call today, Out of Position. It's amazing. Fivefold, that's what we're talking about. Fivefold kingdom leadership. And it is calling base, not positional. What? What does that mean? That's what we're going to look at, and that's what we're going to talk about today. It's going to be exciting, and hopefully you'll be able to put some things into alignment for us in our lives and your ministry. So just know this, that anyone can fill a position, right? But they may not necessarily have the grace for it. And that's what we find in some places, in some positions of leadership. There's no grace for it, and it frustrates everybody there. Let's read today from Matthew chapter 20, verses 20 to 26. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee came to Jesus with her sons, bowing down and making a request of him. And he said to her, What do you wish? She said to him, Command that in your kingdom these two sons of mine may sit on your right and one on your left. She's a very ambitious mother. Verse 22, but Jesus answered, you do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink? And they said to him, we are able. Not really realizing what they were saying. And he said to them, my cup you shall drink, but to sit on my right and on my left, this is not mine to give, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. And hearing this, the other 10 became indignant with the two brothers. But Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great men exercise authority over them. It is not this way among you, but whoever wishes to become great among you shall be your servant. So we find, you know, Amy, when we were um, coming into situations and traveling um, all the time, more and more, we run into this all the time. We run into, like, oh, pastor's conferences can be some of the worst sometimes. Mm. All the posturing and everything else. In some circles, yes, for sure. Yep, in some circles. And other times, man, you just connect in the spirit and you get right along with somebody. And, and, and you know, they're not all this and all that in their own mind. And it's just like the spirit of unity is there and you're able to just fellowship and relation, have relationship with them. That's that's kingdom leadership. That's fivefold. That's uh, the way it should be. And that's amazing. You don't need to remind everybody who you are. It's just, it ekes out of you and comes out of you. And so we're going to deal with today on this episode, we're going to talk about insecurity. We're going to talk about that type mm-hmm. of stuff because it trips, um, the trip is up. So first let's look at the ideal. Okay. This is what God wants and it, what he was dealing with, Jesus was dealing with in that position or that passage, they were talking about position in Matthew is, um, you know, you've got these 12 men who've been with Jesus now for a little bit, and you got mama of two of them who's, who is ambitious, and she just wants the best for her sons. And I know for any mom out there, we've all felt like that from time to time, and we want to kind of lift them up, get them noticed so that they can have favor, because that's what we want. But see, there's a way to go about um, 
being exalted. And Jesus talked about that through servanthood. And we're not focusing on that necessarily today, but what we are going to focus on is the mindset here, because they're having a positional mindset is going to lead you one way, but having a calling based mindset another. So let's look at that calling based first. Right. It's very difficult to be able to integrate fivefold truths into your ministry, into your church or your team, if it is in a positional context because what will happen is there's a lot of conflict that things won't fit. It just doesn't flow. And that's because the positional is limiting. It's limiting. So what do you mean? What are we talking about when we're saying positional? Well, first let's talk about calling because I want to put this in there because again, this is the ideal. So when you have a calling based mindset, in other words, the things that you do and even the positions that you fill, we're not saying that positions are wrong positions bring order to an organization. And the Bible says, Paul tells us, let things done be done decently and in order. Right. So having specific positions with specific responsibilities allows things to be accomplished in an orderly manner. So we're not saying don't have any positions. We've seen that before too, Correct. where people say, oh, you know, there shouldn't be any pastor. And so you got a bunch of people pretty much you know, like, like the wild west, everyone's doing what's right in their own sight and somebody's leading, even there's though they may not leader. have the position. That's right? correct. There's always somebody. So that's not what we're saying. But again, this is a mindset. So when you're calling based, you have the positions that you fill, the responsibilities that you do are according to what you've been created or designed for by God. So you're looking at your gifts, you're looking at that call on your life. And when you operate out of that, you will experience meaning and joy, like fulfillment of purpose in your life. And, and that can be fresh. And you know, what you did 20 years ago may not be what you're doing now. And that's right. okay, because your calling has grown and mm -hmm. you've grown Expanded. in your calling and, and your assignment may look different. So don't ever, even being calling based, don't try to recreate past ministries or move in a past move because that thing's probably had its day. And you need to unlock what's in you right now and in everything that you're doing and the responsibilities that you're taking on. So if you're in a place that feels forced, it probably is. Mm -hmm. You may be doing something that you thought um, you thought was you. You maybe thought this was a good idea. This is a God thing. Um, or if you don't do it, who else is going to do it? I know we've been, but we've pastored a church for 20 years. We understand. Sometimes you think, if I don't do it, someone's got to do it, but you're not called to that. You find yourself in a tough situation for sure. Right. And in the beginning days um, of your ministry, when you answer the call and you step in, you're going to do things just because you want to please the Lord. And it's a training time and it's a growing time. And you do many things and have different experiences, but you don't want to get trapped in that. You want to be able to move beyond that. And that's the problem when we're positional or if churches are positional, um, when you come along and you have a call, if there's not so many positions in the church, you feel useless and you got nothing to do. You know, I remember a family that came to our apostolic training center and uh, as they came in, they saw positions filled and yet here they are ordained ministers. The gospel came from another organization. There was a shift in their ministry and they were connecting, but then they kind of hesitated because they thought, well, there's no room for us because look at all these things are filled. And so they were looking through the filter of a positional. And then when we 
realize they were thinking that we had that conversation with them about the calling we'll say we'll make we'll we'll make room what's your ministry what are you call, what are you called to do right now what's where are you at in your calling and what needs to be released and so what happens is usually in a fivefold influenced ministry or church is you're going to come up with a lot of prototypes not seen elsewhere new models that are not seen elsewhere and it brings a uh, vibrancy and a life and people feel like they have something to contribute so it's pretty powerful when you move at a calling versus positional exactly because positional um, even like in the structure of a church or an organization positional leaves room for only so many people to operate so, and flow so many. that's right it's limited mm-hmm. but calling based it, it opens things up so if you're leading a church if you're leading a group break down the the, the walls of your box and and open it up in this way because with calling i, I love I love this verse in Ephesians chapter 4. Um, I'm just going to read a couple of verses there. Um, Ephesians 4 is is really our flagship passage. Um, but verse 1 says, Therefore I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you've been called. And skip down to verse 7. It says, But to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. So we have been graced to operate in the area of our calling. If we operate in another area or position or set of responsibilities that do not fall in with what we're called to, the grace is not there. That's the empowerment of God to to do what God wants you to do. And so you're walking in your own strength, your own power, if you're not walking in your calling. But we need to take responsibility for our own calling. And the Bible says that your gift makes room for you and it's the same for your call. There will be a place if you truly believe that God called you to a specific thing and you've been diligent to develop that calling and you believe that he's put you in a certain place, then there will be room there in that place to operate in your call. Right. So the the problem with positional leadership then is that we it leaves room for insecurity. Mm. A lot of insecurity begins to come up and what that does is results in territorial and jealousy um attitudes rising up and uh, it just keeps feeding into that insecurity it's a, it becomes a loop that just starts destroying things and so but when you lead from your calling like we're talking about here today which is a very powerful five-fold kingdom truth that we must understand um then that will close that door of insecurity so we got people that are powerful in ministry and whatever and then they get threatened by someone else who e- is either uh, more uh, graced in a specific area than mm. they are. You can't be everything to everybody. And so that's why we are a multi-gifted body. So positional leadership, if that's the mindset in the way the organization or the structure sets up or our ministry, it will create an environment for competition. And um, let me tell you guys, there's always someone out there more talented and gifted than you. Oh, so if you operate in your calling, there's no one like you. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. a good one, huh? See, positions, when you think about it, it's it's kind of like a, it's, it's based on merit, a sort of resume type qualifications. You know, how good does your resume look? How good, uh, um, you know, you your what's your experience all of that kind mm-hmm, of stuff mm-hmm. and so if if that's what we're doing you know how many people have ever pumped up their resume <laughs> don't answer that um hopefully you haven't but but literally you know what things look like on the outside 
the things that we do, I mean, I, to be honest with you too, I know um, ministry leaders who've pumped up their resume. You see it on Facebook. Social, they show social the, media. Oh, sorry. You see it on social media. They, they show, you know, portions of meetings or whatever. They don't show all the part where nothing happened. They only show the little snips where stuff happened. And you think, wow, that was power, powerful all the way through. Or, you know, the evangelistically speaking, we had 2000 at our, our crusade and there was really only, you know, 250 there. You know that, you know, there are people out there who do that. So because the positional, positional mindset, mindset has driven them and they feel like they've got to pump things up in order to feel valid, in order to feel like something is so happening. So you're easily influenced then by a performance mentality. Yes. And that performance pressure is why we have so many leaders and so many pastors who feel like a failure in their ministry and their leadership because they don't seem to be coming up to par with so-and-so over in Texas, so-and-so in, Ooh, you know, yeah. wherever. And we just keep coming up with these uh, comparison things, which is pos very positional. Yes. Instead of acknowledging and admiring and honoring another person's calling. And people will do it to you because it's it, we see what you carry. Wow, like there's, that's, that's how God uses you and that's how you flow. And man, that settles you down. Insecurity begins to flee out of your life. Mm -hmm. It's insecurity. You know, you and I, we strategic advise with, with leaders and teams. And, stuff, and we have to deal with that right away. If we see that cropping up insecurity, we know where it's coming from. It's got to be dealt with because no solutions can come forth. And even in five-fold ministries, we can... Act like we're a five-fold uh, apostle, prophet, pa what, pastor, event, whatever. And we're, we got all this. We got all the business cards. We're doing everything. But we are so insecure that really it, it turned about us. It turned inwards, became about us. And no longer are we fulfilling Ephesians 4, equipping the saints to do the work of the ministry. They're there to hear me preach. Exactly. <laughs> really? You know, kind of like, kind of like the, the disciples. <laughs> I, I, was reading, I was reading the other day in Luke where it was talking about the disciples and they came to Jesus one day and they're like, hey, right. Jesus, there's these guys over there and they're casting out demons uh -oh. uh, and they're not of us. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> like they're not in our group. Yeah. They are not a, a follower. And, and Jesus said, hey, they're doing the work of the kingdom. Leave them alone. That's good. That's <laughs> you good. know? And so because that, see, position mindset, as we said, breeds competition. But calling mindset breeds cooperation, where we work together. We're willing to share our contacts. We're willing to connect people. Connect not people. like, oh, keep that. You know, that's mine. We don't feel like we have to drop names. We don't, you know, this is, this is, insecurity is going to sabotage your ministry. That's why it has to be dealt with. This this position mindset will isolate you and you will die. Your ministry will die. Yeah. Yeah. Comes us for no more. So we have to nurture our callings in. Mm -hmm. We have to discover and explore and find out what that is. See different phases in your life and your ministry. So you might be pastoring right now, but you're not meant to pastor. Maybe there's a change. Or maybe you are meant to pastor. And it's time to grow. It's time to expand in your calling. You've been doing things the same way now for 24 years. You've preached the same sermons. You just rehashed them. You need fresh. That's, that's the five-fold living truth that needs to come forth in the five-fold in order to equip the body. We are living in different times. So always, always nurture your calling. Always be uh, understand that when you do that, a freshness comes around you and it brings a very specific fragrance when you walk in the room mm. or when you open up your mouth. 
to any arena of your leadership in your ministry, there will be that new fragrance from heaven. And when, when you are confident in your calling and you have that mindset of calling based, then you're going to develop those around you. Yes. You're going to impart in your team. You're going to release those around you into their calling. And you're not going to feel um, jealous or upset if, they, if, if people like what they're doing. And, you know, I find that pastors tend to struggle with this a lot. Apostles. Yes, some they, apostles they do, do as well. Prophets. I, I'm just looking at kind of pastors right now. I know that all of them do, but because see, pastors tend to get a little more territorial because these it's are true. my people. This is my flock. And there's this desire, especially with the positional mindset that has to be needed. And if somebody else is being needed by the people, it's subconscious, that but can it comes sting. up. Mm -hmm. It can. And so it's being willing to let that go. Because it's, remember, the Bible says it's, if, if you've received the praise from man, then you've got all the praise you're getting. But if we're not doing it for praise of man, or to be needed by man, or to be told how good we did by man, you, you know what I'm saying, then that's where the reward comes in heaven. It really, calling based is being kingdom minded. It's about the Father's business, seeing the kingdom uh, be established on the earth, God's kingdom be, work being done. Um, not whether I do it or not, but whether it's getting done. So so leader, when you spot them in your crowd, in your they're under your influence, encourage them. Number two, mentor them. Number three, groom them. And number four, release them. Mm. And you now suddenly have uh, a legacy. That's awesome. We're going to get more into how to do that and, oh, yeah. and all of that later on. We just keep plopping um, in stones sessions, in the water. <laughs> there's so much potential yeah. when we can break off this positional mindedness. So I have some takeaways for you today. So my question one is, why are you doing what you're doing? And be what? honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you can posture for the world. That's one thing. But when you posture to yourself... That's not good. Am I pastoring because I'm a retirement pastor? Am I just doing this until I retire? Because I don't have a retirement fund or anything else to do and I, I need income. That's just an example. I'm not picking yeah. on pastors. I'm just saying we, there's many questions. Why, why are you doing what you're doing? Am I doing this? Am I doing this to please my pastor, my apostle? Is this the only position leader? available? I don't really, it's not really my calling, but it's it's available. I got to do something. Let's create create a new one. Create something new. Yeah, start asking some That's of those it. questions, yep. you know, really, and really get down to the heart of it. Why am I doing this? Yep. And that's going to help you know whether you're in the right place or not. It's good. Number two. Number two. Do you find insecurity rising in you or in your responses to certain situations or certain people? especially certain people. How, how do you know this? Well, some of the evidence of insecurity is maybe you keep other leaders at arm's length or um, you're not raising up, releasing those on your team. Maybe you're reminding people of their place. Maybe we're teaching a lot of people about leadership skills, but we never give them leadership responsibilities. Ooh. It's always talk, but no action. That is an insecurity. It's hidden under the surface. Mm. Yeah. So, so really look at how you've responded to certain people in certain situations and, um, and assess that. Because again, insecurity will 
sabotage you, your calling, your ministry. So you want to deal with that. So be honest with yourself, ask these questions and just see, allow God to speak to you and to bring healing in areas. Maybe you've, you've released people and you've been burnt and that happens. And sometimes you're like, man, you know, I, I, I gave this person the platform. I invested in them. Mm, I point. wasn't insecure. I, I put them out there and they, they split my church. Yep. Or they, you know, betrayed me. Well, Jesus had one in his midst that he poured himself into for three years, just like all the others. He didn't hold back. And yet he betrayed him. And it's a learning lesson because some of the mm-hmm. ways was probably not the correct way of doing it. And so there was this big loophole and that happened. And other times it's a total surprise right out of the yeah. blue. You did everything right. You had uh, apostles, you had different ones speaking in, different coverage is there, uh, accountabilities, and it still went haywire. And that can happen. Yeah. But you know what? Get up and do it again. Yep. And God can heal. So I just want to pray with you today. God, we just thank you for these amazing people, these amazing leaders that you have put on this earth for this hour. And God, I thank you for their call. May you just help them to just be launched even further to the next level in in what they're doing and what you have designed them to do. And God, for those who have struggled with betrayal and who are are kind of gun shy to begin to raise and release others again, God, I just pray healing to their heart. Help them, Lord, to um, be strengthened in this area and to be able to know who it is that you want them to begin to raise up, who to release. And God, may they just have the courage and the strength to do it again. God, we just break off insecurity and that spirit that comes in and tries to tell you that you're not good enough. That spirit that comes in and tries to undermine your confidence and and to tell you that people aren't going to want you and, and they're going to reject you. And God, we just pray that those lies would be broken off. You are going to be rejected, but that's okay because we're going to keep moving forward. So God, just strengthen your leaders to move forward. Help them to move forward with the passion of their calling that's driving them, with the desire to do the the work of the Father, driving them and and pushing them forward in this, and not to get caught up in petty jealousy and petty competition, but to really know what are, are the truths of the kingdom that need to be communicated that they are willing to just uh, push people beyond them, to see people uh, go further than they are. God, we thank you for this heart that's being developed in your people. Bless them, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So there you go, out of position, this episode. So thank you again for listening and connecting. Please subscribe, if you have not already, to this program, 5.0, Fivefold and Beyond or share it on any of your social medias. Be blessed.